How to build a culture of privilege. No one gives another person or race or culture privilege. If it is true that whites have privilege, they took it. This simple and uncontestable fact leaves the unprivileged with a choice. If you wish to share in the privilege, you might whine and beg the privileged for a share of what they have, or you can fight for what you want. It might be wise not to expect mercy from the most merciless. The powerful did not get where they are giving way to compassion. The privileged did not rise to power through the generosity of their victims. Whites have proved that if they are good at anything they are skilled at taking and keeping power. Let's be ruthlessly honest here. Those who opposed Western forces were defeated. The only way the West failed to win a war, as in the case of Vietnam and Afghanistan, is by handicapping their soldiers. The West armies are said to be nation-builders, not warriors. NATO has enough armaments to devastate any adversary, but rarely sends more than a token force with limited firepower into any field of operation. The West did not dominate the world asking for handouts or through begging. It destroyed enemies and exploited the places it conquered. Yet, like Rome, the West has never been an exclusive club. Nations cannot win in a total war, and the West knows this. The West is always willing to align with an ally. On the other hand, Western nations never carried those unwilling to do their share. There is only one other option to privilege and patronage. This other option is equality. However, equality is not the product of patronage. Unfortunately, it has become common knowledge that it is skin color that gives privilege. White privilege has nothing to do with skin color. Privilege is linked solely with money. Without credit, it is difficult to raise capital. The worst method for getting money is through the expenditure of sweat. Working for money means one's ability to raise capital is restricted to the hours of one's working life and the rate of pay earned. The system is rigged against those without credit. Many decry the evils of systemic racism. Credit contains no skin. Creditors are not whites, they are people able to extend credit. There is a system to this, and it discriminates against those who can and cannot extend credit. The system that privileges some is our monetary system, based as it is on the ability of a few persons to extend credit, and the inability of the vast majority of us to only get credit with the greatest of difficulty. The hegemony that has permitted whites to succeed is not a whites-only economic system, and this credit-based market does not just exist in Western nations. This hegemony is as visible in Saudi Arabia, China, and Ethiopia as it is in Britain, the U.S., and Germany. For want of a more descriptive term, we will call the system liberalism. Liberalism has many features, but only one thing matters. The privileged are privileged by law, and while the law does many things, the main purpose of the law is to protect the issuance of credit. White privilege only exists to the degree whites control the legal system, and the legal system only privileges whites to the degree it protects creditors. But it is the possession of credit that is central. The law, it is said, is blind. It makes it illegal for both rich and destitute to sleep under bridges and beg. 
You have the option of attempting to make it legal to sleep under bridges and beg to make the law have a lower impact on the poor, or you can study the law and seek ways to exploit your position to climb your way out of the morass you are in. What ought to be obvious here, but seems to be missed, is that whatever you do and howsoever you do it, you remain part of the problem. You also remain outside of the inner circle of privilege. This is why the system has perpetuated itself throughout the eons. It does not matter who is in control or what their ideology or level of technology is. If you pander to the powerful or seek to be an associate power remains with the controllers of credit. There is a strategy the privileged use that protects them automatically. Yet, in the end it is the system that is perpetuated more than a particular family or race. The reason for this will be explained in a later discussion. The point being made here is that the unprivileged work for a living and the privileged extend credit in a process called letting money work for you. This difference defines privilege. Business persons can only administrate a limited number of persons. Running a brick-and-mortar business creates many costs. There are not a lot of privileged people, but the vast majority are only marginally better off than the rest of us. The truly privileged exist because the currency we use is private property. It is an owned commodity which the owner can sell or rent as he or she sees fit. Gold is not just a valuable commodity, gold can be turned into money. Gold and other currencies can buy gold or other currencies. Few people can start a business or even purchase a sizable commodity without borrowing money. Those who have credit can extend it to those who need credit. This puts the control of the market in the hands of major financiers. No one can buy or invest without the money obtained as credit from a creditor. Gaining privilege requires we participate in liberalism, the original multi-level marketing scheme. Creditors own capital and provide credit. Usury is the original MLM scam. Creditors provide debtors the opportunity to leverage wealth from others. Creditors are able to purchase people by the week. The work done permits the employee to get credits which can be used to purchase the goods and services produced by other wage slaves. It is only those who can extend credit who are privileged. Where they get the credit is less important than they have capital to extend to others. The ordinary person cannot acquire privilege by begging or borrowing. It is not going to work. Nor is work going to lift the average person out of poverty. We need equality and to have equality we need to have the capacity to extend credit. This cannot be done within the liberal system. Its ideology of freedom is predicated on access to capital and credit, and this is under the control of the privileged. What is more the laws regulating privilege protects their right to extend credit under favorable terms. The unprivileged need a new way to extend credit. The right to extend credit can be founded on labor and on less concentrated pools of capital. An exchange concentrates dispersed capital. The exchange is able to extend credit without the need for banks, regulation, or the state. Investors form an exchange by depositing assets into a capital account drawn on the exchange. 
A deposit made into the investor's account is recorded as a credit denomination in prefers. Prefers is a contraction of preferred shares designated by a capital P with tick. The symbol is part of the Cyrillic alphabet. Members advance credit to a member or group by depositing prefers into an account, the same as banks do when they extend credit. Any business can be started and any public works funded simply through the transfer of prefers and assets to an exchange. Prefers function as a medium of exchange and a unit of account. This makes them as flexible as any currency in use elsewhere without the need to ask any privileged person to intervene. If you wish to know more about the details of setting up an exchange, or how public works are funded or a private business is set up, please check out the other information posted to this site by the author.